Supernatural is ending tonight, the last episode and a retrospective special. And I'm not sure what's in store, but I'm excited and sad at the same time and grateful for everything this little show that could has brought to my life. I'm already seeing social media posts from friends and cast and crew from the show. And the one thing I can say that we all seem to be feeling today is just this. Thank you, Supernatural. Puget sounds good. With Jamie Kolacek. My friends and I met Frank Penko when we were stalking the shooting location of Supernatural on the Monday after Vancouver convention. Sometimes there are signs out on the roads around Vancouver and British Columbia with a neon arrow and an acronym on them unique to each show so that crew members know where to go. Other times it's locals spotting production vehicles and posting it to Twitter or Facebook groups. And sometimes someone knows someone who knows someone that has to swear they won't tell anybody else. However we got there, it was great. We met a bunch of the crew and saw the set, and most important, we saw Baby. There are multiple Baby cars used to film the show. We'll get into all of them in the interview. And on that day, we met Hero 1 and Hero 2. We got to talk to Frank all about the cars and take some amazing pictures, including the one now hanging in my living room, of the Impala symbol on the steering wheel that I was able to have Jensen and Jaren sign the next time I saw them. And it's been a couple years, so I wanted to catch up with Frank, see how he's doing, what Supernatural meant to him, and how he got into cars in the first place. So how I got into cars? Yeah. Um, a wee, wee little guy. Um, <laughs> I just saw a toy uh, and like the wheels were moving and stuff and I was just kind of lured into the the fascination that it had parts that were moving so it yeah. caught my eye and um, from that point on basically my whole life I was always intrigued by mechanisms and stuff so I I took apart my three-wheeled bike when I was a little kid. That one I kind of <laughs> screwed up. I'm putting it back together again. <laughs> but most everything that I took apart, I was able to put back together again. Yeah. And I was always in, inclined to, you know, be around machines. I like lawnmowers and all sorts of stuff, so... I started making car models. Oh, cool. And that's where I started to learn about a car. Even though it is, you know, <clears throat> uh, just a, a model, there are uh, the parts and they're identified. Yeah. So you learn what the parts are and you learn what the drive line is and stuff because uh, the, the instructions uh, they'll have drive line, interior, rear suspension, front suspension, uh, door locks, and all sorts of different ca categories. So you learn about all that. So That's I was always cool. involved in cars. And then in high school, we used to, you know, grab cars 
when we were kids, they were like dime a dozen. We'd buy cars for like 50 bucks and go have demolition derbies with them. That <laughs> <laughs> <It> was fantastic. <laughs> was So like you'd, you'd go grab it for cheap and ruin it and then like put it back together again and do it all over again? No, we'd usually put them in a pile and burn them. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. You got a big group of teenage boys together. Let's set it on fire. <laughs> had to set it on fire to be ceremonial, you know. <laughs> well, we used to do that. We had a dump uh, by our house, a great big open pit dump. So uh, a lot of times it was used by motocross racing and stuff. And then a whole other area was uh, just like a graveyard of cars that guys would just go crazy with. And uh, that was our upbringing. It was just. That's awesome. It was a first generation neighborhood. So um, it was it was very cool. You know, everybody was uh, somebody else's kid. So. If you screwed up, it, it was no problem for somebody else's parent to give you a cuff across the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> the wild seventies. Keep you in line. Yeah, so I was always involved in cars and uh, we built a lot of cars in high school times. My best friends and I, you know, we were, Constantly doing stuff, building cars, selling them, destroying them. Uh, (laughs) And then, uh, you know, I got involved in the film industry years later. Um, I'm involved in transport. So I was in the uh, transport office and there was a corner marker light on Mark Gould's desk. And he was like, you know what that is? And I said, yeah, it's a uh, front corner marker from a uh, 67, 68 uh, Impala, either SS or Caprice. It's a light. Yeah. How do you know that? I know cars and blah, blah, blah. So then I got offered the job and I stayed. It's an awesome place to be. That's great. When, when did you, do you remember when that was, when you joined in? I came in season five. Yeah. And then what did that involve? All the the car wrangling? Making sure the cars uh, were functioning and uh, they were doing what they were required to do. If there was anything that was needed, I would have to do whatever modifications to do it. Uh, but I wouldn't do uh, suspension and brakes because that's liability stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that goes out to a shop, but I do a lot of the cosmetics and change things and stuff, and uh, just make sure generally that uh, baby operates and runs smoothly and safely. And there's a ton of different. There's a ton of different babies. How many? How many were there altogether? There are six functioning ones. Uh, three were heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, baby was hero number one. Hero number two was the backup car. And hero number three was the backup car to the backup car or <laughs> alternative car. Yeah. Uh, and then we had three stunt cars. Uh, stunt one was the one with the most power. 
uh, stunt two and three were, uh, uh, they had the same functioning uh, apparatuses in them, like they had stomp brakes and such, uh, but they were just a little slightly uh, underpowered than the first one. Yeah, and then, and then, what were the three that were not like functioning? What 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 purpose did they serve? Uh, they were backup cars. One, uh, two of them were crash cars from season one. Yeah, that got uh, destroyed. And then the other one's called a buck car, which is a car that's cut into four pieces. Uh, the front end will come off, or the back end will come off, or the roof will come off. And that's for access for the cameras, because back in the day, the cameras were pretty big and cumbersome. Yeah. And you couldn't really maneuver much around them. So uh, they cut a car up, and they would use that. <clears throat> yeah. I think uh, I was talking to Creaser about it one time. I think he said that that Supernatural switched to digital in like season four, I want to say. Um, or Could season be. two. I can't remember. But um, yeah, it was it was definitely like there was a lot of big changes in the industry, like because the show was on TV for such a long time, <laughs> you know, so yeah, there was a lot of a lot of big um, shifts in the TV shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like it was like moving from you know the big old camcorders that Grandpa used to come around with like for birthday parties and stuff, and nearly yeah. blind you with a light bulb, down to like yeah. your smartphone cameras now. You know, they're quite quite amazing. They're so yeah. small. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, oh, and then, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go no, go ahead. Um. So then, um, did you also do um? Did you also do driving on on screen at all? I did some, yes. But uh, stopped doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I stuck to just taking care of baby, making sure I do what I do. Yeah. And I mean, that big old trailer, so you guys would have typically like two babies on on set <laughs> and you were running around, right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much at all times, there'd be two cars in case yeah. one they had the backup car. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know that you would ever have clocked it, but do you know how many miles you, you covered carrying that trailer around? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> All over, all over the place. Quite a few. Especially when we went and did our road trip in uh, in the interior. We all took off and we were gone for a week on the road. And that was fantastic. That's cool. Yeah, it was just uh, a selected group of us out there. And uh, it was really good work and really good time. That's really cool. And then there was, um, there was um, the baby episode of the show. Um, what was, what were some cool things you got to do? You know, that were kind of out of the ordinary for like to prepare for that one. Yeah, we survived. It was a freaking miracle in itself. <laughs> we were super busy. Yeah. We used every, we used every single car. 
and they were at one point uh we had pretty much four of them going at the same time on the same shot oh my gosh just bouncing them through different shots and stuff and they were there was so much blood in those cars seasons <laughs> later when i would hit them with a with a um, hose on a certain angle blood would come out from underneath it again oh my gosh three years later <laughs> oh my gosh yeah no that was definitely a very bloody episode my it's goodness oh uh, we had to clean we'd shoot blood then clean it then blood then clean it then blood <laughs> hey, why don't we just clean it shoot the clean shit and then shoot the bloody shit <laughs> that would be just too much common sense <laughs> You know, we could have some serial killers listening and, and you know, thinking some of the same things. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then um, what? So now that now that the show's all all wrapped up, uh-huh. I know that uh, Jensen and Jared each got one of the one of the babies. Which ones did they get? Jensen got number one, and Jared got number two, and then number three went to the Warner Brothers Museum. Oh, that's awesome! And then do the and then the the rest of them still just belong to Warner Brothers for other stuff they might do with them? Um, no, they had to um, they had to be put to sleep. Oh no! Yeah, that's so sad. Yeah. I- Got to do what you got to do. So it's true. It's true. So that so, one, yeah, that was tough for us to take, but we had to. Yeah. How so? How long did you spend with them all together? The cars. Oh, yeah. Many many moon. Many moon. I've been <laughs> there Eleven years. Yeah, that's a chunk of your life. No shit. My kids were little when I started. Now they're full grown. (laughs) But yeah, we've done episodes that were really close to the family home too, which was cool. So they pop in. Say hi. Get to see you work. Yeah. We had a cool environment. A very, very cool work environment. It'll probably never be replicated ever again by any other work group. Yeah, it's a pretty special group. Yeah, we all got along. That's the thing. And then when we did fight, it was all taken care of, and then we carried on. So yeah. We were a pretty smart crew. We were uh, very talented. We could shoot anything, and we'd laugh right through the worst shit. We had storms that we had gone through where sections of set were flying in the wind and stuff and the stunt pads are going in the lake and we're still shooting and we're laughing. So (laughs) we can't find shit like that every day. Yeah. Uh, We're a wonderful crew. There's no doubt about it. That's awesome. Very privileged to be there. It was just awesome. I never, I could say I've never had a day that I did not want to go to work the entire time that I worked on Supernatural. I didn't care about the weather or anything. 
just the whole atmosphere on set was always very cool. Yeah. The crew were awesome. 10 out of 10. <laughs> you can't ask for more than that. No, no. You got to love where you work, and that was the best. That's going to be a pretty big pill to swallow on anybody else's back if they're going to try and replicate that. We, we had it naturally. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's the thing is you had you had so much skill in front of and behind the camera. And yeah. I heard the guys say it more than once that, you know, a lot of a lot of the crew members like honestly were so skilled and had so much experience because of Supernatural and were so good that they could have gone out and been like leading their own shows but they loved it so much that they that they stayed. So then you have like this really, really high caliber of skill everywhere that or, you just you or, wouldn't find on a regular show. Oh, definitely. Yeah. We were an extremely well-oiled machine. We were just we we ran ourselves turnkey every morning. Just boom. We carried on. We just we knew what to do and and it just automatically went. We we're on autopilot for Ever since season four, season five, we've been on Glide. It's been a yeah. pleasure. It's just awesome. That's great and to hear. I'm on a show right now, and it's it's just freaking chaos. <laughs> they're, all, they're all like that. You, you know, you don't get something as well-oiled if you don't keep it together. Yeah, yeah. It would have been nice if they had kept us together to do some more stuff, but um, hey, you can't always get what you want. It's true. It's true. But yeah, besides besides your um, you know your your new job, um, you were saying you're doing you're doing some fun stuff um, with your with your music. So what are you what are you doing with music right now? Um, I have two projects that uh, are on the go. Um, one of them is um, R&D based, uh, really traditional R&D, 50s, 60s sort of, but with some really cutting grunginess that uh, it's really, really cool. It's, uh, it's got a combination of the two together that uh, sound really, really good. Lots of uh, great big fat sound. And the other one, uh, that's, that one's called Ladies and Gentlemen. It's with my buddy, Ron Scott. Okay, and Ladies and Gentlemen. Yes, Ladies and Gentlemen. Ladies and Gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, Ronnie and I have known each other since the uh, 80s, the early 80s, and uh, we've always been in each other's faces in life, and, and we're great friends, and here we are again now. We're going to uh, put this thing out and it's going to be a lot of fun because it's just stuff that we love doing. Yeah. And the other project is called Chronicles from the Burning Bush. And uh, it's some pretty heavy uh, material that swings from all sorts of genres. Um, uh, we just touch base on a lot of different places and it's very cool. Yeah, the two of them uh, are for me are great because that's what I was doing before I even came into film. Yeah, and 
my wife uh, had a package coming, so it was like, oh, okay. Well, we have to find ourselves a reliable paycheck. <laughs> so we went into the wonderful world of film. Yeah. So, uh, my daughters are growing up. They are growing up. And uh, it's time for me to go home into the world that I belong. So I still do film, but uh, I have uh, increased my concentration on uh, the music quite a bit. So well, that's uh, awesome. let us know when we're ready to release. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'd love to hear that. And, and you... quite pleased with it. If I got a yeah. bit. <laughs> you should. I mean, you're such a cool person and you're so creative. Like, I think that that will be, I'm really excited to hear that. Thank you very much. So what do you want so, to yeah, that, was, that was that was all. You, you like powered through it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, time. just was there was there anything else you wanted you wanted the people to know? Thank you very much for, to all the fans of the show. Thank you extremely because uh, it was your approval that kept us working. It was people that, like you who appreciated the product that we gave you that showed us you appreciated it with your loyalty as fans. And uh, you guys kept us employed. And we thank you. All of us on the crew, thank you very much for that. Good. I'm glad. No, I mean, we absolutely, you know, I don't think I've never liked any other tv show so much that i like found out you know who did the cars or or you know who was behind the camera or things like that like you know i think it was really special that um you know all of us were were interested and then you guys were generous enough to like talk about what you do and 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 share that and you know it makes us appreciate it more too especially you know like you were talking about with um like how much work went into like the baby episode. And it was just like, it showed, it really did. Like you would never have been able to make that kind of an episode on another show because the, the fans wouldn't have necessarily given a shit <laughs> and, um, and the crew wouldn't have been as skilled, you know? So I think that it, it was something really special. And it's like, you've got that, you've got that under your belt now, you know, because, um, because all of the all of us kind of came together together. <laughs> yeah. Supernatural was high school. Craig was our principal. <laughs> our department heads were our teachers, and the rest of us were all the idiots in school. And it was absolutely fantastic. We had that atmosphere in the hallways where it was just like high school. We'd play jokes and pranks. We'd, uh, at certain times, we'd actually, we'd break out into singing songs and all sorts of stuff. Just a bizarre crew. Awesome. <laughs> I, I was, uh, I was so, so privileged to be part of it because it was so artistic, you know. Behind the camera was, was stuff worthy of being shot. It was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen our, your blooper reels. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, good times. Thank you guys for your fans. <laughs> thank you for for talking with me, and definitely, yeah, definitely. I want to know when you're 
when your music is coming out and we'll we'll get you get you some spotlights. Sure. Do you have a piece to identify your podcast? Yes, I do. Um my dad actually wrote it. Um Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a really talented um guitar player and banjo player and um Okay. He cool. just uh he just I, retired out of um, out of Boeing, so he's going to get to do um, or, he, or he retires next month, so then he's going to get to do some more of his music and stuff too. And I'm awesome. I'm really excited for him. You know, awesome. I grew I grew up to listening to, you know, string instruments being practiced downstairs as I was falling asleep. You know, so yeah, to me it, it sounds like home. I got people that are like, how can you sleep with all that? Oh man, I could sleep with anything going. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, music is so important. Like it, it's so, you know, it's such an expression of, of what our, our hearts and our brains are doing. And it's like, you can use that to communicate with other people's hearts and brains. Like it's just this shorthand. And um, I think that's, you know, I think it's really amazing. I love music, but yeah, like if you, if you've got some, um, if you've got any songs ready or anything, like I will play them in whole on, on the podcast. <laughs> sure. Sure. Okay. I will get some stuff together for you. Yeah. Awesome. And he was as good as his word. I've got a great song from Frank called I'm drinking by ladies and gentlemen to play us out. So thank you to Frank for talking with me and thank you for listening. Enjoy the supernatural episode tonight and carry on my wayward sons and wayward daughters. I've been standing outside your window I'm knocking one and more Mama Why you treat your man so hard? Tell me mama Why you treat your man so I only got but one love So baby please don't break my heart
Another nail be in my coffin Another nail 